You don't even have your mic ready. Put the head of it close to your mouth. <laughs> You're funny. No? Yep. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 176 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we decided to uh, bust out some Christmas beer. Yes, I've talked about our little pick six things we do at our local uh, liquor stores. And uh, my new favorite liquor store has uh, a huge selection. Mm -hmm. And they had six different holiday beers yeah so i don't think we're gonna drink all six on this episode no but we're starting off with the christmas l by abita brewing yeah what do you think that's pretty good it's a good mm -hmm. good l yeah i like it yeah yeah cool uh so this week we are going to be talking about uh, measuring the roi in your relationship should I say marriage or relationship? Um, I mean, I think it applies to both. Uh -huh. uh, I, I think specifically we're talking marriage. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, based on our philosophy, your relationship before you get married shouldn't be that long. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So it may be hard to see what the ROI is if you're just dating or engaged. That's true. I mean, if you've been engaged for seven years in the same relationship you were seven years ago, you have shit for ROI. <laughs> yeah. So you can yeah. see it in that. But That's true. You're going against our principles of why the hell are you engaged for seven years in the first place? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, th I think it's a good topic, especially, you know, this time of year. We're wrapping up the year. Mm -hmm. This is usually where people that haven't done anything all year start reflecting on what they haven't done and thinking about what they're going to do next year. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good, uh, it's a timely topic. It is. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because uh, we look at everything on an annual basis. Uh-huh. Yeah, we do. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we, I thought that, I mean, we, we've been wanting to talk about this for a while yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were just kind of going through our list of of topics that we want to discuss, and we're like, let's let's finally talk about that. Mm -hmm. That's a good. I think it's going to be a good one anyway. Yeah. Uh, but before we get started with that, we have our dumbass post of the week from Trey Hart. Yeah, from right? our Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy group. If you're not a member, make sure you join. We've had a lot of new members. Yeah. Um, I think we've had we've added like probably 150 yeah new members. new members in just the last couple of weeks yeah that's good so that's a pretty good growth there um so yeah trey shared one in the group and it said never miss out on a good woman that could make your life great just because she's a little difficult the good ones are never easy but worth it <laughs> you know i think that i think we're gonna see us excuse me a surge of these type of thoughts. Um, and I blame one show. You blame one show? TV show. What TV show? Because I've already started seeing it kind of creep up. Uh-huh. Yellowstone. Oh. Um, we have not watched Yellowstone. No, we haven't. So I, I don't, I guess just because I see it everywhere, I know who some of the characters are people are talking yeah, about. Yeah, me too. I know. Uh -huh. But I've already been seeing people justifying why... I guess the crazy psychotic Beth chick uh -huh. that's a big pain in the ass and uh 
is it Trip? Rip. It's Rip. 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 Uh-huh. Are like the best couple ever. Yeah. And I think this is something that these crazy aggressive bitches are going to gravitate to. Uh-huh. And be like, Beth is my shit. <laughs> I know. Well, I know. I think that a lot of people are like... And I... If I'm missing this, because like I said, I haven't seen it, I completely apologize. Yeah. What I've seen and the people I've seen that are like relating to her, mm-hmm. I am making a gross assumption that she's a wild one on the show. She's, I guess, loyal to the dude that everybody yeah. really likes. Uh-huh. But That's she's, what a, I'm she's a handful. And I think that this is based on that. And once again, I could be completely wrong because we have not watched one second of this TV show. Uh-huh. But like I said, based on what I've seen floating around with memes and little clips and, and once again, the women that I see that are identifying with her. I don't know if I necessarily have seen the she's a handful piece. Because I saw I saw it. this whole thing just today uh-huh. that someone was talking about why uh, why women are in love with Rip because of how he handles Beth's crazy. Oh, really? And how he doesn't embarrass her. He he gets her home and straightens her out and tells her what's for. But he doesn't ever make her look bad in front of, and and he knows how to handle a wild woman. And so I've seen stuff like oh, that. Okay, so that's yeah, why, I haven't seen all of why that. Why I'm, I'm saying that? Okay, uh, yeah. I... But I, I, you know, like I said, <laughs> if I'm completely wrong, I'm wrong. I know. Um, well, I know, and I've heard this show is amazing. I've yeah, heard and it's I, well, really I want to see it. I, I do want to see wait it too. It's... Well, I know we don't, and that's like one of the only streaming services that we don't have, and mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah, we just we just haven't watched it. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of uh, drugs or uh, urban cowboys running around too <laughs> because of it. Really? Yeah, but um. <laughs> Yeah, so I but, but the, going back to the post, uh-huh. this you know the the good difficult. ones are never easy. Yeah, uh-huh. That's bullshit. The yeah. difficult ones are always difficult. That's the thing that yeah. never wears off. If anything, it gets worse. I know. Um, I know. Well, and like, why would you want to deal with a yeah. difficult chick? Like, mm-hmm. really? <laughs> like and it's just... funny because the women that identify as that and say they're not easy, they're actually easy to get in bed. Uh-huh. They're just not easy to deal with. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're yeah. so pick your easy. Yeah. Pick a different easy. I know. You know. Be easy to get along with and harder to get in bed, you dumb twat. <laughs> that may be a better chance of finding a good partner. Yes, thank you. you know? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Do we have to censor the word twat. Is that a bad word to put on? So we're finding out a lot of stuff since we're oh yeah monetized on social media. What we can and can't put out. There. I don't know. Is twat a bad word? I think There's so. Only way, only I way mean, to find out. We'll see if the captions edit it. Yeah. I mean, they edited that's crap true. the other day, though, too. That's true. They did. Uh-huh. Then, but that didn't. And then, the but then, like, I I had ass in there. Mm-hmm. And it. They pulled it. It pulled. Yeah. yeah. It said this well, is. ass is a traditional. Well, I know, but, no, but I didn't even have it, like, in. I had it bleeped out. That was oh. the thing. Mm-hmm. And so, usually when we. Yeah, when you bleep it. It's bleep it out. Okay. It's okay. But oh. I don't know. It wasn't. Who knows? We'll see. So, yeah, you twat. <laughs> so I'm trying to find more creative insult of words to use that aren't considered cuss words. Yeah. So we can share it. Uh-huh. I know. Twat. Yeah. Oh, so. crap. We won't be able to. Oh, I guess we will. Yeah. Because oh, you're... Yeah, never mind. Whatever. Because we're not, we're not like, filming it. Yeah, I'm just trying to grab the saying. little sound. Yeah, yeah, and I know. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, I, you know, once again, thanks to Trey for sharing a, a yeah. dumbass post. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
Did anybody? I think he wanted to see what like people thought about it. I know. I don't think anybody I think commented. I mean, I honestly didn't even comment. Yeah. I need to. I need to comment back and and yeah, uh, at least tell him that we had it for. This is gonna be our dumbass post of the week. Yeah. So yeah, but um, so uh measuring the roi in your relationship i'm like looking at the, yeah, I, was, I was about to say you don't have to keep looking there's no camera over <laughs> the there camera just there's audio. no camera um yeah measuring the roi in your relationship though oh. um so do we does everybody know what roi is return on investment is what yeah. roi means if if you don't know mm-hmm. um and so we I, should we start out with what we don't believe? Well, no, I mean, I think that, you know, where, where this topic really comes from is being able to look at your relationship. Quantifiably measure. Yeah, and quantifiably measure the investment, the return on your investment with each other. Mm-hmm. And and why I said it's a timely topic as we wrap out the end of the year and, and all <clears throat> that stuff is... This is where you should be gauging and looking back at 2022 and realizing how much more productive and fruitful and better your relationship in your life was than it was in 2021 mm-hmm. um, because of the partner you're with and the relationship you have with your partner and your marriage and your relationship and all that stuff. And so it was really one of those things where when people are like, well, how do you know? Not 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 really how do you know you have a good marriage, but it's really... I guess geared more towards those stagnant couples Mm -hmm. that just have, they're in a relationship rut either willingly or voluntarily or even unbeknownst to them and, and giving them an idea of how to look at this and be like, Oh my gosh, why, why are we in, why have we been in the same spot for the last three years? Why are we in the same spot for the last five years? Why has it been a decade and we're in the same spot and talk about really what are those quantifiable metrics mm-hmm. that say you're getting a return on your investment in each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think that I think that even like hearing that like a return on your investment, I think that people will probably some people anyway will think like like geez you you kind of are looking at your relationship like a like it's a business transaction. It is or something. <laughs> And I think that. <sighs> and I, the reason I believe you int- we intentionally need to do that uh-huh. is because what has to come out of the ROI, what cannot be part of it, is emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so taking the emotions out of it and even out of a return on investment. And, you know, I say it, you know, tongue in cheek that it it is a business investment, but you guys are investing in each other. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, when you decide to get married, you are creating a partnership business or not Mm -hmm. it's a partnership and you should be able to look and see how fruitful and how um how much you know growth and all those things that you have when you decide to merge and invest in one another Mm -hmm. you should be able to look at that and say oh my gosh a b c d f and g are better Mm -hmm. because you're in my life because i'm in your life because we are a partner because or partners because we are a cohesive bond because we have a good healthy happy relationship and and one of the ways to kind of break it down almost, you know, emotionless and, and cold-heartedly like this is it, I feel it takes the subjectivity that people in shitty relationships apply 
to their own. Mm-hmm. So when you when you say things and you list like top top ten signs you have a great relationship, people manipulate their current situation to make it fit into that square peg. That oh well well they said on this that you know that uh, I don't know I can't even I'm drawing a blank but something that we've said that say you know uh, you're you you don't argue very much oh we don't argue very much we have we have a great relationship and it's mm-hmm. like no no you're getting wrapped around the one thing. Mm-hmm. And, right. and once again, that's subjective. Your 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 definition of not arguing, like our definition is, you don't argue is you don't argue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ever. ever. <laughs> that's <clears throat> what we mean. Not once a week. Not once a month. And what was it we just heard? Somebody somebody said something about because of because of the oh, oh was that stupid ass <laughs> compliment thing. That that girl shared on that that video of um, paying two compliments before you give oh, them bad news. Oh my gosh, that was and ridiculous. It was the dumbest fucking yeah. thing I've ever heard in yeah. my life. Uh-huh. But she said at the end of that, she goes, "This we don't we we don't get as we don't get in as many fights every day mm-hmm. as we used to." Yeah. But you're still fighting every, every day. day. <laughs> so if you're getting into five fights a day and now you get into one, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're way, we're doing way better. Mm-hmm. And you're not. You're still a couple of dumbasses. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want to take out of this is the ability for someone to over romanticize their current relationship and place that subjective tone into it to twist it and turn it and so you feel better about your shitty relationship (laughs) yeah i know i know because we see a lot of people do that Mm -hmm. a lot of people really think and i don't know if they if they really think that they have a really good relationship Mm -hmm. or if they if they're just good at lying to themselves I, i think it's a combination i think probably compared to their circle they have a better have relationship, a better relationship than, than everyone. Most. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but it's not, you know, so s- comparative to their circle of shitty relationships. Theirs is the least shitty, so theirs is the best. Mm-hmm. It's a, you know, big fish in a small pond mm-hmm. type of thing. And that's where when you give those those little tidbits and characteristics and qualities of a relationship, people make them work for themselves to, you know, either regurgitate or feel better about what they have or... Or even be like, oh, you know, they said five or six. We got about two or three. That's pretty good because this couple over here has none of those. Yeah, I know. And it's about saying, yeah, they have none, and but this is what you should really be able to look back and reflect on. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> so I think that like when when we were coming up with what those things need to be, and and like you said, we don't want the emotional type of responses or, or uh qualities or mm-hmm. i don't know in well, there there's some common cliche go-to things that people say mm-hmm. yeah and we'll talk about those later yeah. too well, no. right what's well, are we going to talk about the what it's not y- yeah okay yeah well because i think we kind of hit some of them then yeah well, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, the emotion stuff will kind of tie in later. Later. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I was got confused. But, um, so, the, gosh, now I'm, I'm, now I'm trying to remember where I was, where I was going with it. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to tie all of the emotional stuff in later, but, um, where, what, when we were coming up with all of this, it was, we kind of 
we really did want to figure out like what are these specific things that everybody can actually look at Mm -hmm. and be like okay i i do have that we do have that in our relationship or we don't have that in our relationship and I know that you that you touched on it a little bit, but like the growth piece mm-hmm. is is a big one, and we were we both kind of wanted to be careful with that even too. Before we do that, though, mm-hmm. don't we want to talk about what it's not? Okay, yeah. So, like, what what we, when, whenever we say this, like, and, and this is something you hear from, like, every stupid wedding vow, or if people write their own wedding vows. One of the two of them, or both of them, say this. I'm a better person because of you. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> better how? Well, okay, but, okay. And it's not that we don't believe that. Yes. Because we do believe that the person does need to make you a better person. But we do, we believe that you need to know specifically how yeah. they make you a better person. Mm-hmm. Not just saying this thing just, you know, just because it sounds nice to say. Mm-hmm. Because of you, my eyes are open. Yeah. <laughs> open to what? Yeah. You, you have to be able to give specifics, like you said. And that's that quantifiable thing. So what it's not are these generic things that we say. So when I ask you, and I'm, I'm directly talking to whoever's listening at this point, what is it that your partner has done that that tells you your life is better? Mm-hmm. You have to be able to point to something or things. Mm-hmm. You, you can't just be the same loser who's now married to another loser and you're just happy not being alone. If you want to say, because of you, I'm no longer lonely. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. It's not an ROI. That's just a you know product of not being alone. <laughs> so it doesn't mean you have a great relationship. But I think that there's a lot of things in there. People just say these these broad statements mm-hmm. that, and that's not what this is. That what 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 we mean by the ROI is it's not those things. Oh, you make me a better person. Oh, I'm I, I because of you I have a different perspective. Because of you, I'm more open minded. And and once again, I think that we want those to exist. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to do stuff because i've seen people that are like you know because of you you've opened my eyes and mind to a world i didn't know exist well you still won't eat at certain places you still won't do <laughs> this you still don't like these type of movies you still don't you know you have an open shit <laughs> yeah you, it's just something dumb you say to make it sound like like you're trying to prove to everybody at the wedding ceremony that this is going to be a good thing because these things have already happened mm-hmm. and there really wasn't anything that has happened mm-hmm. it's yeah. just something stupid for you to say to each other to make it sound like well it's not i wouldn't say it's stupid i would say that it's sweet it's something sweet to say but you still don't even know the meaning behind all of it Mm -hmm. like yourself yeah (laughs) you just you just spew it out because it's something nice to say Mm -hmm. and but really you need to look at exactly what that means Mm -hmm. what so what does that mean when you say that they make you a better person, really, and like, and and I guess maybe should we? I guess that's like the biggest one, right? Is yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, but what is it? So 
what we believe are there are certain things that you and your relationship again like i was kind of saying before that you're growing Mm -hmm. your your relationship is growing you're you are are doing things that you wouldn't have ever done i guess Mm -hmm. but you are you're taking better care of yourself and, and let, let's kind of break them down uh-huh. because I think that I, I think that we can probably start with with personal. Mm-hmm. So one of the ROIs is going to be how you are better because of this. Not not necessarily looking at the unit yet, but how you are better. And I think that's that's the perfect one to start off with mm-hmm. is, you know, your own. And I don't mean when I say self-care, I don't mean the new lame reason behind self-care. I mean... You know, you actually you're caring for yourself better. Mm-hmm. You're taking better care of yourself, whether that's that's hygiene, looks, fitness, health, those things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are that's that because of your partner, because of your relationship, whether that's because your partner was an influence on you. That's maybe that's because your partner, you, you know, you, we, we talk about a lot about how you, you know, you should still be flirting with your husband and your wife and and bringing the best version of yourself forward. And because you you want to please your partner so much you go above and beyond to do that mm-hmm. that you you are personally benefiting from trying to you know impress flirt please support whatever it is your partner yeah. that you are doing that that is a way to look at it and be like oh my gosh i'm i'm in better shape now i'm healthier now i i almost said feel better mm-hmm. that's another one that's a relative term oh people, yeah yeah people don't have um i would probably put the confidence in there i was gonna say confidence i was because like i think that i think it's really important to the because of your partner building you up and uh you having because your partner is so in love with you mm-hmm. that they make you feel good about yourself. It's, and I, I don't even know really the best way to explain it. It's this type of stuff is driven not because your partner has set the expectation that well you need to look like this <clears throat> and you need to you know you know maintain this certain look. It's driven from your own personal desire. Out of what you just said, because you care so much about your partner. It's not really, I, I mean, I, I don't want to say it's not that you care what your partner thinks, but it is. Mm-hmm. That you you want your partner to be visually stimulated by you. Mm-hmm. You want your partner to be visually, to turn on by you. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, you don't want your partner to be visually turned on by, you know, celebrities and things like that and you're a slobby mess over here Mm -hmm. and so it's it's because of that that desire to keep your partner happy that you are disciplined to the point that you are providing that best version of yourself to your partner and the the win-win piece is you're happier healthier Mm -hmm. and look better yeah because of that yeah well and (laughs) even though like you you know you said the whole feel better thing with all of those things in line Mm -hmm. you're going to feel better yeah 
period. The right things in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, one thing that I kind of wanted to touch on with all of that, too, is why, how so many people, you see someone uh, get married or get together with somebody and they gain all of this weight. Mm-hmm. They gain a whole bunch of weight and everybody is like, oh, you must be happy or, you know, you you guys are... You guys are happy with each other because they've gained all this weight together. Yeah. And I don't think that that, I don't think that's necessarily true at all. Well, and then they try to turn it on its head like it was the a moral victory of, yeah, they love me so much. They accept me for who I am. And, okay, you guys' marriage is going to end 20 years early because you're both going to kill over from heart disease. I know. Um, so that shows how much you really care about one another. Mm-hmm. And all it is 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 two lazy people and they don't want to hurt each other's feelings. Mm-hmm. And and that that's the kicker is, I mean, that's why you, I mean, I've, I've probably said it on, on another fitness episode or something. That's why you don't see reverse pics aside from somebody like anorexic. And that's not what I'm talking about. You don't see reverse progress pics where someone was like, here I am in the best shape of my life. Now I'm 150 pounds overweight and this is what success looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's why you don't see that. And and even your most staunch person that is going to dig in and, and absolutely be willing to die on that hill. If they had an opportunity to shed that weight and look better, they would. Mm-hmm. And if you say you wouldn't, you're lying. Oh, f- you're yeah. Absolutely lying. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And but once again. No husband with half a brain is going to tell his wife, you're too fat now. (laughs) No. Uh Uh-uh. And so... And we're not saying that he should. But I think that what he should do is he should... They should start to work out together. mm -hmm. And then... that that is right there showing right now. If you're looking at that, where that ROI is. There is no return. That's a loss. I know. You have an LOI. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You know, that's a loss. That's true. You're not not as healthy. You're not Uh as fit. You're not as functional. Mm-hmm. You don't look as good. I mean, there's there's so many there's so much more downside to that scenario mm-hmm. than the flip side of it. Mm-hmm. I'm in better shape. I I look better. My muscles are popping. I look better in this outfit. I look better in this bathing suit. I look better with my shirt off. I look better naked. That's all return on investment. Mm-hmm. That's all pot. That's you know net gains. Mm-hmm. Kind of play on word, <laughs> but that's all positive outcome. Yeah, I know. Um, And so that is something that is a tangible thing that people can look at and say, quantifiably, this right here is a result because of us together. Mm -hmm. I know. Well, and even even with like what you said about, you know, they're not going to uh, their relationships going to end 20 years earlier because of heart disease or whatever. That is that's something that's very important, I -hmm. think. Because, like, I, I mean, and, and coming from somebody that was in a relationship that with a drug addict, alcoholic before, and just knowing that he didn't care about mm-hmm. his life. I yeah. mean, about living. He mm-hmm. and and to not care to not care about yourself. Right. And then to show your partner the disrespectful it is it's very disrespectful Mm -hmm. and so like it's and 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 like i don't know because i want to be i want to be healthy Mm -hmm. and i want to be i want to i don't know feel good and and be healthy 
for the both of us. Yeah. So, so we, we can, can be live together as long as yeah, possible. <laughs> so we can live a long, happy yeah. life together. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to do that, like if you don't want to take care of yourself for for your for just yourself, period, mm-hmm. then you're not showing you that's that's not a return on your well, and, and investment. That, that's where this, I think that the, the ROI piece with this is that's why that's so specific because I think a lot of people on fitness journeys or people that see this, one of the things that you all hear them say is I did this for me mm-hmm. and no one else. And and I think that's okay to say that. But when it comes to the relationship piece, I'm kind of saying the opposite. And it's what you said. Mm-hmm. I'm not only doing this for myself, I'm doing this for us. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of selfish and selfless at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay. And I think that's kind of one of those unique ones that fits into that category. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something when you, when you see, when you see a couple that have turned their lives around, you, we see it all the time, you know, uh, overweight, obese, fat, gross looking couple that, you know, here's what we looked like on our wedding day. And mm-hmm. he's in his, you know, quadruple XL tux and she's in a, you know, size, what's a large size for a woman? 28 is that too big or is that too that's small too, that's are people gonna get like upset that i said 20 maybe yeah, okay like 20 18 20 you know, in her wedding dress and mm-hmm. she's got the the back fat and side boob all hanging out and her arms are you know look like truckers and then here they are five years after they got married i mean who why would you think that that was worse how yeah. is that not a positive how is that not an roi on the investment that they made in one another and the value they saw in one another to invest in their health, which is going to contribute to their long-term relationship and marriage that they're going to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess on the flip side of that, we have seen people that got into shape and then dumped each other. That's true, too. I know. I know. But... Uh, There's still a personal ROI. And I think that, <laughs> like, I think with that, I, I think that you have to and i guess i'm probably going to keep going back to growing together and mm-hmm. and the growth yeah. piece because with that you have to want it for each other mm-hmm. like it, it, you shouldn't just you shouldn't see a partner that doesn't want the best for their partner as well if that's how your partner is or if that's how you are you probably shouldn't even be married <laughs> yeah oh for sure but or and at least to oh shoot do you need the the opener? I get over teeth. No, don't do that. No, yeah, I left the opener in the. Yeah, I forgot to bring it in here. Um, but yeah, you you shouldn't want or you should want your partner to succeed just as much as you. Mm-hmm. And so the growth piece for all of that is going to it's going to play a key factor in probably all of this. Mm-hmm. Well, in in the the big item you said was together yes mutual and and doing things together not Mm -hmm. one of you grows apart from the other one because of taking investment in yourself and the other one isn't willing to make the same investment Mm -hmm. you know yeah um yeah our second beer this is the office party party stout uh holiday stout cool it's from the same place abita oh what Uh, is it a-b-i-t-a oh abita abita yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just got a thing. I didn't, oh, I didn't even look too. to see where they're from. Hmm. But uh, yeah, let's try this one. See how this one is. Okay. 
Ooh, that's pretty good. What is the flavor? It tastes like... I wasn't expecting it. Gingerbread or something. That's pretty sweet. That's not bad. Cocoa nibs, cinnamon. Cocoa nibs. <laughs> cinnamon, vanilla, and nutmeg. Mmm, yeah, it's good. It's kind of got like a eggnog almost. It's really, I like it. To it. Yeah. I, and I don't, I'm not big uh, on stouts. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I can only handle so much. Yeah. Sharing one, I'm good with that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good though. I like, I like it. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so moving on. Moving on. Talked about number one, or, or not, we're not even numbering these, we're just talking about them, but the first one we did discuss is the, you know. Taking care of yourself. Taking care of yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the, I guess the next one that we want to discuss is, uh, I, I guess. Well, I, I had kind of said, let's look at the personal first. Uh-huh. So, you know, in, in the personal one was obviously a lot. It's, it's it's you know, how you look, you take care of yourself, your health, um, your fitness, all of those things as well. Uh, and, and is there another, is there anything else personal? Uh, yeah, I do think so. Okay. I think that personal, so like, I would say with with the personal stuff, like with that confidence that you mm-hmm. have, I think that you will you'll start to get better jobs yep. be able to apply for for new positions and stuff that you probably never thought you would apply for mm-hmm. and because you have that partner in your corner that is just cheering you on and and rooting for you and you're like oh man like you feel like on top of the world there there's a and it's one of those things where obviously because we're talking about it's quantifiable but you don't realize really when it's happening that that's the crux of why Mm -hmm. you know and i think that yeah obviously i completely agree career is another huge one Mm -hmm. um you know if you and your partner get married at a certain age and you're both, you know, cashiers at the grocery store. And then two, three years down the road, cashiers at the grocery store. Four or five years down the road, one of you's a cashier, the other one's now, you know, making bread. Mm-hmm. Are you really moving up in a career or are you making small incremental lateral steps? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and that's one of the things that, I think I, I figured it up, but from the time we started dating to my my salary, literally four years after we were married, like quadrupled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there's some people that are like, well, yeah, but he would have done that anyway. And that's not true because I hadn't done it before. Mm-hmm. There, there, There is something that comes along that it's quantifiable because you can look at it now. And, and say this is something that you can reflect on, but while it's happening, you can't. It's not a tangible thing while it's happening. You mm-hmm. can't really pinpoint it. It's just you. You have this innate um, momentum almost that mm-hmm. that you carry over into all these aspects of your life. And I think for us, it was a combination of 
I mean, it all goes back to us being together. Mm-hmm. But then, <clears throat> then taking care of that that physical piece mm-hmm. uh, that, like you said, you get that confidence from that. Um, that then gives you the ability to, like you said, put in for positions you wouldn't interview for certain jobs, move up and and and, and be a little more. Um, I guess just kind of outgoing with that type of stuff mm-hmm. uh, and, and being more assertive, being more assertive with it of, mm-hmm. of being like, Oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to put in for this job and I'm probably going to get it. Mm-hmm. And, and not, you don't go into things feeling defeated. And I think when you're with a partner that berates you and things like that, you don't have that. Obviously you just can't. It, it's so much of a mental game of someone who's, even if they don't say, well, you're never going to get this job. And I don't mean that. But when they attack you, they attack you from all other sides. Your your ability to, you know, cook, clean, raise your kid, satisfy them, you know, be a part of whatever it is. If you're constantly getting criticized in all of those aspects. You feel beat down. Yeah. It's going to carry over and affect your work. Mm-hmm. And you're going to feel worthless. And you're not going to take the opportunities you can and when you have a partner, to your point, that supports you, that cheers you on, that's in your corner, you you feel kind of unstoppable mm-hmm. to a point. Um, and when you do hit those those no's along the way, you recover mm-hmm. a lot quicker. You don't ever, you know, because I was told no plenty of times after we were together. Yeah. Um, but I didn't let it stop me. Mm-mm. I just was like, okay, well, what's next? Mm-hmm. Let's go here. And lo and behold, every single no ended up working out. Even better. in my favor, yeah. Um, so, but you you end up persevering through that more because of that partner, and so that's mm-hmm. another thing that you should be able to look back on and be like, yeah, when we got married, and I don't mean natural, organic, slow paced growth. Mm-hmm. That that's not, that's why I use the the cashier thing as an example. I I mean, you should be able to look at this. And say, yeah, like I just said, oh, yeah, at, you know, four to five years after we were married, I was making four times the amount of money mm-hmm. um, because of, of my boost of everything I had in that relationship. And my success was a direct result of my success at home. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm talking about. Not, yeah, well, I got a I got a, a $2 raise after our first year and, and then another 3% cost of living. And, <laughs> and, you know, I don't mean that. I mean, you've got a new title. You've got a new career. You've got a new company. You've got, you know tremendous amount more of income mm-hmm. um, because of that. Uh, and I think that, you know, your title, your responsibility, your leadership, your pay, all of the, all, all of those things should be more and better. And obviously compensation comes with that. Mm-hmm. But that is that quantifiable piece is your career. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think it's big because, <laughs> and, and, and it is crazy to, I mean, like, for you and just how much and i i think that you've mentioned it before how you even took one of those uh those tests or whatever myers-briggs personality test yeah and how much how beat down you were when you were with your ex Mm -hmm. and then how it completely changed when we were together and and you don't see that happen Mm -hmm. very often um but to have a, to have that partner just kind of suck the life out of you yeah. and then have have this happen to you and have just i mean your light just shining mm-hmm. constantly it's it's just it's so crazy the the 
the big difference between <laughs> you then and you now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's where you, like I said, it all goes back to the relationship. Mm-hmm. It, it, where else is it going to go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And so that, that's where it is. And, and, and with these, you have to be able to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was because of the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. If you inherited a bunch of money, has nothing to do with your relationship no, no. unless you inherited it from the person you married <laughs> then maybe it does <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know right um, yeah but you know i you know we're talking traditional standard work for what you have type yeah of mentality. yes yeah uh-huh. i know well and i mean it's like it's it's so crazy just like because and 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 we talked about this just you and I earlier about everything that that we have done for each other though like throughout this relationship like mm-hmm. would would I have got the confidence to go to the gym <laughs> you right. know before um, and and not that you because you you were not like the you did not tell me I need to lose weight or anything like that but. Or, and even when I was, like, in, I guess, more of the workforce, I, when I was with my ex, I would not have tried to, to go and, yeah, get any, any type of a management type of job. Well, and I think a lot of that really just kind of came from, you know, we we talked a lot. We, We had conversations about what you were going through and, 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 and when you have a partner, that, you know, I was just motivated to be better. I just, I was motivated to make more. I was motivated to have a better life. Um, and I knew the only way to do that was to go rise up in the company and put myself in a position where I could make more. And, and I think that that type of mentality is contagious mm-hmm. um, if you're the right person. And mm-hmm. I think that there was a combination of that. And I think it was a combination of, you know, of you talking about it and, me, I never told you, well, you need to leave there. Mm-hmm. It was just, well, you know, there's there's other opportunities mm-hmm. out there. Why don't you just see? It doesn't hurt to see. And I think just having someone who's actually communicating with you, who listens to what you're going through, who isn't there to critique or pick apart what you're doing or provide actual solutions for it, but is just there to communicate with you about it. Once again, that's just a byproduct of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, but I think the the innate just support and encouragement, and you know, the things you said, the cheerleading, all that, it's just, it has nowhere else to lead but in a positive direction. Same thing like we said about the health and fitness and, and looking mm-hmm. better and all that stuff. If you're doing it, if that's part of who you are as a makeup, and that's really kind of where this, what this is about, is not every relationship's going to have an ROI. Mm-hmm. You know, you invested in the wrong partner. You invested in the wrong bank. You put all your chips on the table and the house won, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I think that there there has to be a point where you reflect, where you and your partner have to reflect on a relationship and point out the leaps and bounds you guys have gone together. Mm-hmm. And, and, and once again, looking at the timeline, oh my gosh, look at where we're at now. Compared to five years. And and once again, I don't mean these stupid, pointless, mundane things like, hey, look at us now. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you ain't done shit. You're just older. 
I know. Well, I I think like the fuck you talking about. I think about? a lot of the time when when people when people think and and I don't know, it's not to like downplay or make someone feel bad about like getting in a relationship early and being high school high school sweethearts or anything like that cuz those relationships can be good relationships as long as you're as long as you continue to grow. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of the time you hear people say those types of things that oh, well, look at us now and it's more so like nobody thought that we would stay together, but we're staying together because mm-hmm. to kind of like shove shove it in their face to that yeah we made it and it's not two illegitimate childs four (laughs) breakups and three apartments later here we are yeah suck on that yeah that's not that's not success fucking idiot no not at all yeah so yeah i mean having those having these specific things that Mm -hmm that actually show actual real growth in your relationship. Yep. And and milestones don't have to necessarily be related to time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can hit milestones of quality of life, of career opportunity, of fitness and all that stuff at, at different times. And and I, I don't like this this pushback on these type of things where it's like, well, we're working on there and everybody's finish line is different than everybody else's. It's like, no, you're not. You're not working on shit. Mm-hmm. You're sleeping. That's something you say so you can sleep good at night. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it. Once again, that's something you can quantify mm-hmm. when people talk about what they're going to do. What are you currently doing to hit the what are you going to do? Yeah. Don't tell me what you're going to do. What are you doing today to hit your gonna? Because mm-hmm. you're just gonna piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, and I think that like, because people... With all of this, it's like people, you know, want to like to romanticize everything Mm -hmm. and they they like to dream about, I guess, their relationship and and how how things could be or how they think that things will be in the future. But are they doing anything to get there? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time people aren't doing shit to get there. They're just, I don't know, like you said, like saying, saying that. Yeah. They just like to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quit talking. Start walking. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it but you know, that, that, that type of stuff, it, it all correlates to that career stuff. But I think that obviously, you know, the, the first one we, we discussed benefits you and both mm-hmm. the career obviously benefits you in both mm-hmm. but the one of the big fallouts with the career is how that's going to directly tie into your quality of life as a couple mm-hmm. and and there's so many things that you can put into that category you know people you know i, I really like it when somebody says well money doesn't make you happy but money affords you the opportunity to spend that money on happiness <laughs> yeah uh-huh. and i think that there are things where making memories and doing things together as a couple that you can afford to do and are capable of doing and are you know given the freedom to do because of career choices and income made and, and you know raises pursued and bonuses gathered and all of those things 
that's another huge quantifiable thing that is a result of those things. Mm -hmm. But your your quality of life with one another, whether that's, you know, are you still living in the same dump that you've been living in for 10 years? Have mm -hmm. you gotten, you know, a, a new home, a, a, a better home? Maybe it's in a better location. Maybe it's in a better state. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's in a better part of town. Maybe whatever that is, um, you know, have you... And it, it's I, 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 I'm trying really hard to not make this sound superficial and really materialistic, but those are at least quantifiable things that you can look at. Mm -hmm. Be like, well, our house is better, our cars are better, our clothes are better, we look good, mm -hmm. we're dressed good, we're living good. Yeah, I know. I think that like even, but even with that, like, so, and I know that there's going to be people that are like, uh, kind of like what you said, money doesn't buy happiness, blah, blah, blah. But, um, and, and I've seen it because I've seen people unhappy in, with, with lots of money, mm -hmm. uh, you know, women with a doctor husband and, and she's just super unhappy. Like it's. I'm trying to think like because you both have to be on the same page and 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 not necessarily because you don't necessarily have to even like have a job really mm -hmm. you don't but you have to be on the same page of of the type of quality of life that you both want for each other with each other right well I mean and that's where Obviously, it's our podcast, and a lot of these are driven by the decisions we made. And the decision we made was based on the amount of money that I was making mm -hmm. and our desire to want to spend as much time together as possible, mm -hmm. that my career afforded us the opportunity that you didn't have to have a traditional 9-to-5 job, mm -hmm. that you could create your own business, that you could go on travel with me, that you could stay at home with me, that we could, you know, that was a decision we made to, and once again, it's just another reinvestment of our current situation into ourselves. Is there still more in there? Mm -hmm. Top me off. There we go. Um, that paid off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was a calculated decision. It mm -hmm. wasn't a knee-jerk reaction. You didn't get fired and like, okay, well, here we go. Mm -hmm. I guess, I guess I just won't work again. You know, your company didn't shut down and kick you out the door and you didn't, you just decided not to go back to work. This was something we talked about for a long time mm -hmm. and waiting to see like what, what my income was going to look like, what my commissions were going to look like, what we were going to have, you know, want to invest in the house. And it was just like, look, we're, you don't need to, and you had a good job. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like you had a, a, you know, a low paying mundane Mm -hmm. job that anybody could get you had a good job mm -hmm. but we just felt that it was and we've talked about it that if the roles were switched we probably would have done it the other way too mm -hmm. and and it was really just like i said it was a decision we made to reinvest in our relationship and and you know time to us is money and time together is a lot of money mm -hmm. and we knew that that would be real worth the investment with that as well mm -hmm. um and so that was the decision we made before that. But I think to your point of 
You don't even have to have a job. Yeah. But you do have to be on the same page Mm -hmm. with what it is. And it can't be from a point of resentment. A lot of those Mm -hmm. doctor's wives, there's resentment there. Uh The guy is like, I'm busting my ass. You ain't doing shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Or she's very self-conscious about her, you know, her perceived lack of contribution. Mm -hmm. And and it becomes a problem. Um, And you see these type of women always trying to fill like a little hole with something to try to feel like they're being productive. Yeah. When guaranteed that guy doesn't want that much from you Mm -hmm. as as that woman there's really just a few things he wants to be satisfied Mm -hmm. and you've been given the golden ticket to have a great life that you don't have to punch a time card you don't have to worry about somebody telling you what to do or go in and deal with the crap that everybody else has to deal with Mm -hmm. um so I think somebody just kind of screws that up along the way and I know ruins it. Mm-hmm. But that's why you see those people unhappy. But I, but yeah, you're absolutely correct. Being on the same page out of a a place of co ownership of that decision mm-hmm. is is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew go, I wasn't even worried that I wasn't like, oh my gosh, you know, if we do this, you know, I'm gonna have to remember this was my decision too, and I can't go back and be like, white in the bed made. Why isn't the dishes done? Why? Because I didn't even, it wasn't even a conscious thought. Mm-hmm. It was literally just, this is the best thing for us mm-hmm. to do. And I just probably foolishly just looked at the upside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. But I mean. <laughs> but we had the stability where it wasn't. It risky. wasn't just, yeah. It and, was, and, and like we, you said, it was it was a calculated. Well, and, and if you remember correctly, we even just gave it like a little bit. Like, let's just see how this works. Mm-hmm. For the next few months. If you can, if you want to go back to work, you can. Mm-hmm. If you need to go back to work, you can. And you could slide right back into what you were doing at any point in time. Mm-hmm. And we were just, after a few months, we were like, this was the best decision to make. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was. But it wasn't based on emotion. It was based on, here's why. We were able to do this with the money. We were able to go here together. We were able to make these memories. We were able to invest in this. So we were, once again, able to quantify that decision. Yeah. And ultimately invest in each other yeah i mean like you said the time together is worth more than anything that's mm-hmm. it's it's nice it's really nice yeah you you can't yeah you can't compete with that that's a really mm-hmm. hard thing i mean that was we, we we ran that scenario like what would it take for you to get a job making x amount that would you know take us away from each other would there be any salary worth that at this mm-hmm. point and we're like well, i don't know <laughs> I this know. is worth a lot yeah to be able to do this it would is. it be forever or temporary <laughs> and then, yeah. then you get wrapped around the, <laughs> the, the hypothetical i know yeah oh man that's awful <laughs> <laughs> yeah but so i don't know and i know that it does sound like it is a, like a lot of this is superficial mm-hmm. it really does and and it, it i guess you guys all have to understand though what we mean like the it is you can't just say stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> and it really be that that's how that's really how it is like you have to know without a shadow of a doubt this is why my investment was so worth it mm-hmm because of this all of this return yeah and uh 
and instead of just yeah um <laughs> well, and I think that's why that's why I tie it into the business decision. If your marriage was a business, would it be thriving or would it be failing? Mm-hmm. And what's your profit margins? Mm-hmm. How much did you make last year? How much, you know, what are you reinvesting in this year to have another profitable 2023? Yeah. You know, so I think that you, you do sometimes have to take off the sentimental goggles mm-hmm. that keep so many people in dead in relationships and look at it. And if you're completely satisfied and happy with little to no ROI, then, you know, see a couple episodes ago and you're probably with the partner you deserve anyway. Yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, maybe ignorance is bliss uh-huh. for an ignorant son of a bitch. I know. I know. I mean, I, I don't know what else to... There's some people that are just, you know, they just don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's anytime you say something that shines a negative light on somebody else's relationship or the current state that they're in or, or you're in at this moment, you get defensive about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And you don't want to hear it, but it's true. The reason you're defensive and the reason you're upset is because I said something or we said something that's true. Mm-hmm. We hit a nerve that is true because if it wasn't true, it would, wouldn't even pause. You wouldn't even think twice about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you analyze it and you think about it and you try to justify it in your own head, some, some nerve was struck by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you have to kind of figure out, well, how do I, how do I boost an ROI? How do I start getting mm-hmm. a return on this? Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Well, and, and so like with, uh, like what we kind of said in the beginning was the emotion, the emotional piece of all mm-hmm. of this. Like, so, well, before okay. we say that, I uh-huh. think that, like I said, I, I don't want the subjective stuff, but. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I was going to talk about the sex stuff, but I still think that that's, I, I guess I would still kind of put that in the, in the subjective thing as well. If you're going to say like you're sexually fulfilled, uh-huh. well, is that a relative, you know, thing or not? Because I don't, I don't want to be like that you're having sex seven days a week. Uh-huh. I know. I know. Uh, but I do think that like being sexually fulfilled, it's going to. But I, I I think that kind of goes into that whole bucket of of emotions and, and uh-huh. relativity and things like that that you're opening up. So yeah, yeah, it, I think it does too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. So like the emotional piece that we kind that we didn't really want to everybody to just kind of hear just just the emotional piece because because like we said everything that we wanted to come up with we specifically wanted to share all of that stuff because it isn't just just a feeling (laughs) it isn't just and i think you using the one you hear the most is happiness Mm -hmm. i'm just so much happier well if you were with a absolute miserable piece of shit worthless partner before and now that was mean let's say that they they were mean mm-hmm. or i'll even i'll even push it further they were abusive you were with a emotionally disconnected abusive loser now you're with a loser who's not as emotionally disconnected but he definitely doesn't abuse you mm-hmm. and you say oh well the, my I'm, I'm so much happier because i'm with you 
once again, that's a relative subjectivity type of thing. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that that was still a good decision that the partner you're with is going to yield a high ROI. Mm -hmm. Your bar is just so low for what pleases you or what you you feel is a good partner. It's skewed. Mm -hmm. And you're just not, you're, all you're getting is just not as bad of a partner. Yeah, I know. And that's not, that. that's how you find these people that when you start pushing on the ROI, okay, well, well, well I'm glad you got out of the abusive relationship. I mean, if you, if you had ended up with someone just like your ex but wasn't addicted to drugs and alcohol, you wouldn't be in any better situation. You would just not be with an addict. Mm-hmm. But yeah. all the things we talked about that you have an ROI, you still wouldn't have had. Mm -hmm. And that's what you tend to see. And that's where you get the pushback. That's where you get the people like, well, well, I'm happy at least. and But you're not as happy as you could be. Mm -hmm. You're not as happy as you should be. You're just not abused and miserable. Mm -hmm. And you probably should be kind of miserable, but you're not. And so I think that that's where you see these these people that get in those relationships and then they start using, the, if, if if someone like us says, you know, well, one of the signs of you have a high ROI is you're happier, you would say, oh, yeah, I'm happier. That means I have a high ROI in my relationship. And it does not. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's why we wanted to purposely leave out yeah. those type of emotions. And it, it kind of goes to what, what we said originally. That is, that, well, I'm a better person. Well, I'm happier. Well, I'm, what's what's other adjectives that people use? Mm. For that crap yeah uh yeah i don't know i mean i, mean, I think you know, the i'm more fulfilled mm -hmm. once once again it goes back to the question we originally asked how mm -hmm. yeah what is it when you say you're happier what is it and it can't be the absence of a negative behavior so what you can't say is you can't say well i'm happier because my partner didn't beat the shit out of me mm -hmm. that's not what that means you have to be i'm happier because my husband or my partner does these things for me mm -hmm. not that they don't do what the last person did that was bad yeah. the absence of a negative behavior is not what you should be responding to those are good to have right yeah yeah i mean like but that's not the end all be all. like even with like for me it's like the like it, it would be like if i was just like well, he's not addicted to drugs and alcohol. Yeah, like the, Seth isn't addicted to dr drugs and alcohol, and I'm happier because I don't have to worry mm -hmm. anymore. Like, of course, that's wonderful that I don't have to worry. But that's a cookie anymore. But yeah, that that's that's that but, should be your average normal good dude. Yeah. He's not a fucking alcoholic and he's not abusive. <laughs> yeah. So that's your bear. That's what I'm saying. The bar is so low. Uh huh. That just having an average run of the mill mediocre dude makes women very happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, but they're uh, gonna. There is no ROI in that. But what about men, though? Like, you know, I think that because because I think that the the bar is so low for. The bar is really probably... I don't think that the bar needs to be as high for men, for women. You know what I mean? Like for a man with, with his wife or whatever. Like, I don't like know. Like his, his bar for her doesn't have to be that high. Yeah. Yeah, I I would agree. Uh -huh. I think that... Because... And I think that... Well, I think, <sighs> yeah, it goes back to the stuff that you and I have been 
talking about, you know, a guy, if you're like, but I don't know if it, that's really not ROI. I mm-hmm. think it's really just the criteria for their overall happiness, you know? Yeah. Is, well, you're, you're not a hoe on social media. Mm-hmm. I, I can trust you. You're loyal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the stuff we talked yeah, about with the but, qualities yeah, a of a high value partner. Or whatever, yeah. yeah that th- those are way, way easier attainable for women than they are for men. Mm-hmm. And it should just yeah. be, you know, innate qualities of a good woman. You know, mm-hmm. a, a guy has more to prove in in the eyes of other men and, and women, mm-hmm. unless you're a feminazi, guys have more to prove their to prove their worth, but to prove their value, yeah. to, yeah, to they be do. a partner on that ROI. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most, most guys are like, but it's funny because it's like, it, cause it is very important for both people though. Like, I mean, the, the problem is the value in that. Men, and, and I don't want to get so off topic with this, women don't understand. I mean, if, if you were to do a point system, if you said, okay, you've got you've got 10 points to create the perfect man, and a woman said, I'm going to get very generic here, and a woman says, well, he has to have you know a decent income, he has to have a stable job, he has to be emotionally available, he has to whatever. You list 10 things, and each of them are worth one point each. They don't hold huge value in each of those, but there's more that needs to be there to complete the piece. A guy will say, I want my wife to be sexually attracted to me. That's worth eight points. <laughs> yeah. So while the guy has to do eight separate things to make up the same value that the woman sees in him, when the guy says, stay in shape and have sex with me, that's 10 points right there. Mm-hmm. You're tapped out. Everything else is gravy and bonus. But those are the two things that most married women lack. Mm-hmm. They don't take care of themselves and they don't have sex with their husband. Mm-hmm. And so the guys are like, well, it's zero. And, and the woman just does not understand how much value the guy holds with those qualities because she doesn't hold the same values mm-hmm. or the, she doesn't, she doesn't value them the same right. as the man does. Uh-huh. And so men just have a hard time saying that and getting that across. Well, it, I mean, they just look awful when they say that though Mm -hmm. i mean it's not it's not something that i would even tell a guy to tell his wife Mm -hmm. you know it's just well she's never gonna understand it no no never Mm -mm. but but that's where that's why when we say things like you know like what you're saying you think the bar is lower for a woman Mm -hmm. it's it's i don't i don't think it's lower i think there's just less things to check off yeah yeah, that's true. That's very true. Because the 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 two things men want are two big things. Mm-hmm. Um, women want a lot of little things. Mm-hmm. Men don't. Yeah, I know. But like, okay, so, and even with with all of this, like, I just i i look, I look at, I mean, everything as a whole, and and like even our relationship and stuff, where if you didn't have all of these things that we are talking about from me, mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be a good return on your investment. And, and it's funny because none, because none of those things that we talked about before were sex mm-hmm. or, you know, right. It was all, it was most, most of it was the personal stuff. I, I mean, I tie, I tie the sex in there because like, like, like you said initially, and even with the emotion stuff, 
that all should be there. You should be happier. Mm -hmm. It's just hard to throw that out there because people's definition of happier is skewed. Mm -hmm. And I feel the same thing with sexually fulfilled. I think that you should be, you know, having more sex or being more sexually fulfilled or being more adventurous, whatever it is. Well, I think that it, I think that the sex stuff kind of comes with it's a byproduct with all of, of everything. Yeah. Else. yeah, yeah. Same with happiness. Same yes. with fulfillment. Same yes. with you know all those things. I mean, an ROI should not be trust. That should be there's there's things that should just be innately there. Yeah. Um, and trust isn't quantifiable. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No. And so, I, I I think that yeah. I mean I mean I. I, I get what you're saying with it, because and I agree. I think it's just those are you. You put a bunch of those things as those byproducts that are just a result of doing that. But I think to your point of you know, if you wouldn't feel those ways or we wouldn't have those things if we didn't do it. That's that's where the cohesiveness comes in. Mm-hmm. Is it is everything that we do helps and provides a better result in our relationship mm-hmm. it does we don't have any net losses Mm-mm. on our relationship it's not like oh yeah we were we were doing good making this investment oh seth took a you know four-day trip to vegas with the boys there's a net loss mm-hmm. and he came back and things were going good oh crystal snuck out and you know spent seven thousand dollars at the coach store net <laughs> loss i mean it's and those are the things that you see in those those rich oh that's true yeah that's those very rich true. households where they do those things mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. I, I i don't i i we believe it ties into overall success but we've been very vocal that you shouldn't have separate lives away from one another Mm-mm. um i just wasn't comfortable saying that that should be <laughs> i i'm comfortable saying it because i do believe that 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 should be a part of your ROI, but that was just something that was innately there for us. Mm-hmm. So I think if, if couples are asking, what can we do better? You know, being each other's priority and cutting off guys night, girls night, mm-hmm. guys trips, girls trips, all those things. And those I think that'll will, tie into that. That will help with yeah. that. Like, yeah. Another episode we're going to do about. Oh, for sure. You know, what's yeah. hurting or helping my relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, those things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, once again, it, it is that time of year to reflect. Mm-hmm. You should be closing out this year being like, wow, man, 22 is way better for us in 2021. Mm-hmm. Barring things that you could not control as a couple. Death, loss, outside of your immediate yeah. connection to your partner. You know, people lose parents, people lose siblings, people lose pets. We understand those. That's not what we're talking about. I mean, things that weren't self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys should be like, well, that was a really good year for us. You know, we we... We, we took some trips together. We made some upgrades to the house. We got, you know, some of those superficial materialistic things mm-hmm. have to play a part of it. It's a quantifiable thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're having more sex than ever. We're having really good sex. We're, you know, we're, I, I got a raise. I got a bonus. I'm in a new position. Oh my gosh, we cleared more with this. We, you know, th- there should be things that you're looking at saying this and that. And you will notice that not one fucking thing we mentioned had anything to do with kids. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kids are their own investment, separate from you as a couple. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because if you're writing your Christmas letter about how great your year was in review, and it's all about your kids. That says a lot about your about marriage. Your relationship. Mm-hmm. You should be able to list off things that went really well and improved and, you know, 
identifying that growth you talked about. Mm-hmm. What was the growth we identified in our relationship this year? What are we doing better this year than we did last year? What did we we do more of this year than we did last year? Did we travel more? Did we save more? Did we have sex more? Did we, you know, communicate more? Did we, you know, whatever it is, those are the investments that you're making in your relationship that's going to provide you that ROI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what you should be doing this time of year is reflecting back on that. Yeah. And if you're not, what happened in the year before that and the year before that and the year before that? And if you can't figure out what that's done, that is extremely revealing for the current relationship that you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I know. Time to withdraw that investment. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, really, though. Or figure out how to make that work. To Yeah, to, to make it better. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I think that... Yeah, I think it was a good... It was definitely a good topic. Yeah. Um. And and hopefully you guys all kind of understand where we're coming from and and why we decided to 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 specific make it so specific mm-hmm. with the quantifiable reasons yeah. the where your relationship should be you should be seeing that return mm-hmm. on your investment. Answer that how if mm-hmm. if you were gonna say that and I say how show mm-hmm. me proof yeah. You have to be able to show the proof. Yeah. You show yourself the proof. Like, mm-hmm. think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't have anything else to add. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much, as always, for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and on Rumble on Marriage or and on uh, Twitter on Marriage. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks.